Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Alexandra Ramirez. Alexandra is a sales funnel and Facebook ads coach for online coaches and service-based business owners who are ready to boost their traffic, blow up their biz, and increase their profits. I'm super excited to have Alex here to chat today all about Facebook ads on a budget. So let's just dive right in. Hey, Alex, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I can't wait to chat all about Facebook ads on a budget with you. So before we dive into the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. Yeah, so my name is Alex and when I first started, I actually was a virtual assistant. Um, I actually started on Fiverr, which is a funny story. (laughs) Um, Back when you could only do $5 stuff. But anyway, so I was then moved into doing a lot of work for coaches, online coaches, and then I stumbled upon Facebook ads eventually because, you know, clients tend to want to try different types of strategies to try and reach more people, to try making more money. Mm-hmm. So I ended up trying to figure, and I'm normally like the kind of person that takes a challenge like, like so well, <laughs> you know, and I started Googling things. I was really like watching webinars about all types of Facebook ads and then also like just being able to experience it myself, the Facebook ads, I really got to learn the entire thing and being able to know what works, what doesn't, how to not really spend a whole bunch of money but still be able to use it to reach tons more people than what I am doing organically or my client is doing organically so like that's how I kind of came upon Facebook ads but yeah I currently right now um, I own a digital marketing agency where we have courses and we do math I do masterminds and group programs and I like to help people really be able to reach more people have more traffic grow their community through areas that like don't they don't have to hustle Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And I think the best way to learn something is to just dive right in. I mean, obviously, like not with your clients at spend, but like your own, like just kind of figuring out, okay, this works, this doesn't. And then like being able to do it on your client's accounts, because obviously, like I said, you don't want to spend your client's money and then spend it not wisely. Um, So I think that's really cool. And I think that's the way that a lot of people learn. Like that's how I learned how to do Pinterest. Like I implemented on my own account and then, you know, then I started doing it for clients. So with Facebook ads, like the, the question is going to be, can we do them on a budget or do we need a ton of ad spend to be successful? Cause I feel like a lot of the time people are saying you spend this much to earn this much. And it ends up being like crazy numbers. I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do Facebook ads because I don't have that money. So like, is it possible to do them on a budget? Oh yeah, for sure. So I even have like this formula that I like to use, um, what I, I like to think I'm not a huge math person never have been but I always say nowadays that if I was taught back in the day in high school or middle school <laughs> that it would make me money like lots of money that I would be like yeah woohoo I'm for this um but anyways so yeah you can obviously have Facebook ads that 
are on a budget. You can ha use basically my formula, which I, it's really simple. You can spend a hundred dollars per month and you know, let me get my calculator out. Cause like I said, I have to have a calculator. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're going to spend a hundred dollars a month and use that for lead generation to maybe a, a freebie that is like a PDF or something like that. Right. And no, normally those are the ones that are going, I'm going to recommend. Those are going to get your cheapest, but high quality leads at the same time is called, I call it the fast value freebie. And so if you're willing to spend a hundred dollars per month and let's do, let's do like an average of like $2 per lead that, that means you're getting 50 leads per month. That's new people mm -hmm. inside of your list or inside of your community. Maybe they're joining your Facebook group, like your free community. They're doing all these types of things. Like they're going into your system. So that's 50 new people. You know, and I think the misconception around Facebook ads is that like you have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in order to make some kind of profit from them. Well, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> I have clients that are only spending around a hundred dollars per month, sometimes even less. I mean, I think I even have a mastermind person that is probably spending around, I think, I think she spends like $2 a day. What is that? I don't know. I'm not a math person either. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. 30 times two. Two. So like $60. Yeah. A month. So that's not bad at all. A month. No, that's not bad at all. And, and she, she makes a decent amount of like, she's not obviously making, you know, like a million dollars off of that. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> However, she is making some money back. And on top of that, she's getting leads that might not be spending money with her now, but they can spend money with her three months from now, six mm -hmm. months from now, a year from now, two years yeah. from now. Like once so, they're nurtured. Yeah. Like once they're nurtured, once they have a no like trust factor, and even sometimes not even like I've even spent, I don't know if about you guys, but like I've spent some money with like a lot of money with some people that I followed for years mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. they, I even did it. It's not because I didn't have a no like trust factor with them. It's just because at that time I just didn't feel like I needed their stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's just like one of those things you have to keep, once you get them in, you just, you're responsible for keeping them interested and engaged. And then eventually, you know, if you do a good job with that, they will buy from you, whether that's three, six, a year more down the line. So I exactly. think that's really good. And I, I love Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think another Facebook ad that I want to talk about too, that is also cheap. That is if you already have an audience, let's say on Instagram, Facebook page, or your email list, you can use what's called a retarget ad. So if you're trying to like have a launch or something like that, and this is what I did for one of my clients, we spent $40 on an ad that mm -hmm. was for her wait list, okay. was for a wait list for her course. And she ended up like what it was, was so it was a, to get to the wait list and then they within that wait list opt-in if they opted in they got a coupon code to get like $200 off of the course before she was actually like launching the course mm. so then um, she ended up getting like two sales within a couple like I think within two days or so so $40 ad spend $2,500 in um, you know uh, what is it profit that's not bad at all. And like, 
the those people are the warm like that's your warm list like the retarding people because they already like kind of know you like obviously the cold audience isn't gonna um translate as well at first i mean eventually once they get to know you but like if you're targeting cold people it's obviously gonna be a little different but the retargeting people i feel like they can be your best like customers because they already kind of know about you a little bit they may have not purchased from you yet but they've at least visited your stuff at some point or another a hundred percent. And I think that's one ad that like not, not everyone is used. Like not even some of the big people are using retarget ads. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you not using retarget ads? Yeah. You can make so many more sales by using retarget ads because these are the people who are actually interested in your stuff. Whereas when you're doing lead generation ads, you're, these are cold people. These are mm -hmm. the people that don't know you exactly. at all whatsoever which is the retarget people, like they're, they have already expressed interest about you by following you on Instagram, by following your Facebook page, by going into your email list. Like these are the people that you can retarget and get them to go to a sales page. You can get them to um, schedule a call with you, like a discovery call. You can um, I don't, like send them to a wait list. You can send them to a webinar for a launch that you have coming up or like a challenge that you have coming up. There's so many things that you can do with retarget ads that I feel like, and you could do that for like $2 a day. Yeah, like that's that's nothing um, in the grand scheme of things and it can make a big impact. Um, and I think for me, like I haven't done that yet, but I at least have the pixel on my website. So when I do want to do it, it's already like has those people tracking. I just haven't actually read the ads yet. So I'm like, okay, I'm not like completely behind. I have something, but I just haven't used it yet. But yeah. I know retargeting is like a huge thing. And, and with your podcast, you can easily retarget people to your podcast to be like, hey, you know, <laughs> come watch Alex's podcast about Facebook ads where you're going to learn how to retarget <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's know? something I definitely want to dive into myself. I just haven't like even thought about doing it yet because I've just been like focused on a million other things. So <laughs> I think it's really cool though. And I think like, you know, if you're not sure at this moment that you want to start doing that, at least put the pixel on your website or your web multiple websites because I have like this as a standalone website. Um, so just put it on there like and then in the future we'll be happy because you already have that data already has been going for however long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some of the elements that every good Facebook ad needs to have? I know like that's a thing people get hung up on, especially like copy. Um, so what are those things that like people need to have no matter what the industry is? So I think the biggest things that everyone needs to focus on when it comes to their Facebook ads, the first is your audience. Yeah. You have to know exactly the type of person that you want to work with. If you are just putting a general interest of Female Entrepreneur Association as an interest in your Facebook ads, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, and you're doing Marie For Forleo or something like that. Like that, no. You need to be making sure you know exactly who your ideal client is so that you can target them specifically. So for a quick example, like on my Facebook ads, that I have one that I run sometimes, which is to my sales funnel workbook. And in my interest, what I do, because I know who my dear client is, I do have interest for Amy Porterfield, mm -hmm. Marie Forleo, I believe Female Entrepreneur Association, and Lewis House. Mm -hmm. That is my first category. And then I, what's on your Facebook ads, if you go into the ads manager, you start creating the ads and, or if you create the audiences and stuff, there's a, a little button that says narrow your audience. Mm -hmm. what it, and then you put a different interest in. So what I put in there is I put an email marketing. 
Okay. I know that if my ideal client likes these people, Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, Lewis House, like I know that if they like those people, plus they're interested in email marketing, they're going to be interested in this sales funnel workbook. Mm -hmm. So I think out of anything when it comes to your Facebook ads, if you have the right audience, you can take over the world. Like that is the biggest thing when it comes to your Facebook ads. If you don't have the right audience, done. Yeah. yeah. Um, second thing is usually the copy. I like to do two variations of copy. One that is a short variation and then one that is a long variation to test out the different, like to test out the audience. Yeah. I've had clients where we had a long Facebook ad and that worked the best. Like we tried the two variations of short and long and the long ended up working. And then I had another client that would, you know, the short would work and mine is pretty short and that's the one that works. Yeah. So it really just depends on like, I mean, I don't know. It's like luck kind of is what I would say. There's no like particular strategy where I'm like, this is the exact copy that you need to use for your Facebook ads because there's no exact one that you can use. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I don't, I also don't want to make everybody the same either. <laughs> we don't want to make everybody's Facebook ads the same. But yeah. at the same time, try different variations. Try a short one that's maybe just like, you know, do you want to blah, 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 blah. Um, in this workshop, I'm going to show you blah, 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 blah. Watch the workshop here. And that would be a short variation. A long one would be more of, you know, warming them up to exactly what, your opt-in is going to be about or whatever. So that's definitely something when it comes to copy. Mm -hmm. um, graphics, they, Facebook ads has now been, you can now do a square ad. Mm. So I don't know if you guys have been seeing that around like in your newsfeed or anything like that. I've been scrolling a lot mm -hmm. in your newsfeed, you'll actually see some people who are using squares. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that people are now using are just pictures of themselves. Yeah. Um, back, uh, maybe, you know, six months ago or so people were using rectangles mm -hmm. with, um, you know, with wording on them, but it seems like though that is not working too much anymore. It feels, it feels like an ad. Yeah. People don't like to feel like it's an ad. So if you can put just a picture of you on the graphic, because that also helps as well. Like if you just put a picture of you up there, that's your brand. If you're putting like a stock photo of like lions or something like that, it doesn't make any sense. No. I just called someone out. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, so but yeah, it doesn't make any sense to have stock photos as your Facebook ad graphic. Totally. That's not you. Yeah. People want, and like, and if you want to catch the right people, you need to make sure to show yourself so that they can start seeing exactly who you are as a person. You know, because it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense for someone to opt in to a stock photo, and, you know. <laughs> okay, who are you? <laughs> yeah, like, who are you? I have no idea who you are. Um, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, You're wasting money. You're wasting your own money. People are not going to know who you are. They're not, like, because they need to have that first impression. They need to start that no like, trust factor with you. And you can start that doing the first impression. Mm -hmm. with a Facebook ad of the yeah. face of you. Like, for example, I have one that's like a photo of me, um, like looking through plants. <laughs> so 
And it's like, it shows my personality. I think I'm going to show do another one here soon where I have, I actually have a professional photo of me where I'm kicking up my leg and I'm like full face, like my mouth is completely open. Um, and like, it shows my personality. Mm-hmm. They know that I'm quirky. I'm weird. <laughs> like, um, you know, I'm fun. I'm exciting. I'm not this boring person that, you know, you're going to watch this workshop and you're going to, you know, this has no value whatsoever. You know, so that's a, a, you know, example. Yeah, no, I love that. And is it just straight up like a photo of yourself? Like no added design or anything? No copy. I mean, I see, but I've done copy on them too on some of mine and they work well. So Mm -hmm. I would also recommend to try different types of things, try different types of graphics to see what's going to work and what's not going to work. And then the ones that aren't working, you can like turn off and stuff. Yeah. And what, if it's not, working plug it off like mm-hmm. turn it off that's it um and what you could do with facebook ads is like if you ha- are on a budget that's okay and like you don't want to do like a hundred dollars a day or anything like that that's fine <laughs> um what you could do is try you know five different types of ads and put them to like a dollar a day okay you know like you don't need to have a whole so it's really like five dollars a day per yeah, like so you do five dollars a day, but it's like one to each ad, like mm-hmm. dollar for each ad. Makes sense. So, kind of going with that, like if our ad isn't performing as well as we thought it would, like how long should we wait to really figure out if we need to make adjustments or turn it off completely? So awesome. I always tell people that as soon as you put the ad on and it gets approved, don't touch it for at least two to three days. Don't look at it. Don't touch it because people tend to start like looking at the stats. Oh my gosh. Did I get a leak? Every like five seconds. <laughs> like every five seconds, just going on to the app and just looking at how many leads they got. <laughs> What's the per lead cost? All that, like let the algorithm do what it needs to do because actually in the first couple of days, um, what it's doing is it's just trying to test. Like that's mm-hmm. literally all it's, all it's doing at that point. It's testing the audience that you put it towards. It's just slowly actually putting these out. It's not like pushing them out like all at once to yeah. all these people. Totally. It's just, and it's actually called the learning phase. Okay. So you need to just let it go. <laughs> um, and just let, like, let it go for at least two to three days. And then after those two to three days, if it's you know getting you, I would say turn, it off, turn off the ad if it's going probably above $3 per lead okay um if it's below three dollars keep it for another couple of days to see if the learning process is still going because it takes around 50 conversions like 50 people to get into your stuff before Mm -hmm. the learning phase is over so as you can see that's probably going to take a while depending on what your budget is yeah so i would definitely recommend that if it's still above two dollars or above one dollar but it's below $3, keep it and just stick with it. Like just stay with it, let it flow. It might get better. So just don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, And then after the learning phase is over, and it actually shows you in the Facebook ads manager, it'll tell you the learning phase is still on. Mm -hmm. And so if the learning phase is over, you're still getting above $3, then I would definitely recommend to turn it off and try a different yeah, I think that's really helpful and it's a good measure of like, you know, 
you shouldn't just be super impatient and be like, oh, it's not working. I'm turning it off. Like, (laughs) give it some time, like, and then kind of go from there. So I I think that's really- And it's not like you're spending $100 a day. If you are, like, slow it down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't do that right away. Calm yourself down. And if you have a higher budget, then you can use around, try like $20 at first, mm-hmm. see how that does for you. And then when it, it get, if it's get it's really good conversions, then you can increase it, um, you know, above that. But yeah. if you have a low budget, stick, stick with it, like let it go, let it go through that learning phase and then you can go from there. So obviously we should start experimenting with ads well before our cart opens if we're going to do like launch ads, correct? Because obviously- Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I call it the pre-launch phase. Okay. So before you even start thinking about having your huge launch that you're going to have coming up for maybe a course or something along those lines, work on your pre-launch phase. Your pre-launch phase is all about the lead generation, even if it's not to a straight webinar. Maybe if it's towards a PDF that's going to go for the particular ideal client or whatever it is, you just need to start lead generating. Like you just need to get that going. You need to get your, your face in front of these people. You need to really start that pre-launch process. So lead generation, um, you can even do what I call warm-up ads, which are just for educating your people. It's just to basically nurture them. So if you can give them like, I don't know, this is my three-step process to blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a Facebook live where you're not like doing anything besides giving, you know, educated content. Mm -hmm. So there's that option too, which I actually recommend for a lot of people to have some type of warm-up ads so that you're nurturing your audience. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Cause you can't just like pop on people's feed with like some advertisement or like, who is this girl? Like I've never even seen her in my life. Yeah. And there's different kinds of strategies out there that tend to tell you like that maybe you should do, oh, there's like, this is one person out there who talks about having this entire like you know, like 20 things of ads, like 20 different ads running at once where I'm like, no, like you don't need that many <laughs> ads running. Stop it. Um, like it's like you get a video up here, like <laughs> trigger them. And then you have like this video and then that video, then this video, that, that I'm like, Oh my gosh, you were just too much. Um, but I do recommend that you have a lead generation ad, have a warm up ad, so that you're nurturing your audience, maybe have about three um, educating type of uh, warm-up ads. You can run them for a dollar a day. It's really super cheap. Um, and then when you're ready for your launch, or if you have like an automated webinar or something like that, you can definitely do your retarget ads to push them to the sales page or push them to the waitlist opt-in or push them to the webinar that's going to promote your offer or whatever. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Um, so from your experience, what type of ads do you think really work the best? Do you think video or static? Because I, I, I've never actually used video ads before. I have used static and they were okay, but I feel like since we're moving more towards video every year, like, is that better for Facebook ads? Do you think it could, like, do you think it helps build the like, no trust factor a lot quicker since it is like an actual video, not just a picture of your head, you know? Face, I so guess. I've, tr- I've tested it all to be honest. Cause I've wanted, you know, I have clients that wanted to test it all and I wanted to test it all and see what kind of works and what doesn't. So videos, uh, so it, it differs depending on what type of ad. Yeah. So if you have a lead generation ad, I would recommend to not have it as a video. 
Like that's just something that I've seen. However, if you have an Instagram story ad, those work very well. So if it's like a a 15 second video um, where you're like, hey, do you want to come to my workshop to learn the five secrets to blah, 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 or whatever it is. Um, those actually work really well. You just tell them to swipe up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Instagram story ads because if you, if you know your audience, like if they're Instagram story people or Instagram people at all, trust me, they are going through all of their Instagram stories and they'll pop up, like your ad will pop up on their Instagram story and they might be interested in swiping up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Those ones work really well, but if you're just, you know, like a, just a Facebook ad, that's a, that's like a rectangle video. I haven't seen them work very well, especially for cheap, high quality, you know, ads. Like if you're looking for cheap, don't use a video, um, for a video. I mean, so for cheap Facebook ads, I would definitely recommend to do two different ads. One a lead generation ad that is maybe like a square or a rectangle that's got a picture of you. If you want to try the um, it's text, you can definitely do that. You can definitely do it without a text, see what works for you, what doesn't. Um, so a lead generation ad and then um, do a retarget ad of some kind. That's okay. going to be your yeah. best bet. Yeah, and I think like, like we just talked about, the worm traffic is going to probably be your best bet, especially when you're first getting into Facebook ads because people aren't used to seeing you. Um, so I think that'll be, that'll be a really good thing. So it'll get you some extra sales. And like, and like, I always talk about this. There's many people out there who are always going for organic, 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 organic. I just, and then I always have this thing where they always talk about how, how I made a hundred thousand dollars without Facebook ads. I'm like, Imagine what you have made if you did use Facebook ads. Right, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, you made, yeah, you made a hundred thousand dollars organically. Good for you, but like, you could have been at like double that. You know, double. I love organic. I never tell people to replace your organic. Yeah. Just Facebook ads are a way to get more sales. They're a way to get more people to be seen by you. And so, if that means, like, if using Facebook ads just a little bit, like, just a little bit of a budget and it gets you a little like maybe two more sales than what if you have done organic that's two more sales totally. <laughs> you know that's more than what you've gotten it you what you've gotten organically so that's just a quick example yeah no that's really helpful so when it comes to kind of optimizing our ads do you think it's better to do like clicks or leads or what i mean obviously it's going to depend on our campaign that we're running what we want out of it but like what do you think has what have you found that works best I guess so I always do whenever I'm doing lead lead generation ads I'm always do conversions conversions as the objection as the objective is what it's Mm -hmm. called in the ad uh, ads manager when you're doing the actual ad so it's for the per lead I like to make sure that I know how much I'm spending per person that is coming into my space it's like how much I'm spending per link like like I don't Yeah, who cares, right? Like, <laughs> if it's not working, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, I don't care about the person who's just clicking. I want to care about the person who's actually opting in and is interested in what I'm doing. No, I, I can obviously have an ad, you know, to retarget the person who has clicked, but I'm more interested in knowing who has actually opted in. Yeah, exactly. Go for the conversions rather than the link clicks. Yeah. So the other one, and also I do the same with when it comes to the purchase conversion. Mm-hmm. So I have an event link, uh, one of the event um, things 
for um, just a purchase. So I basically put that inside of my pixels so I know who is purchasing as well. So, so I can target that inside, like I can look at those types of stats. I can see how much money I spent before I got a sale, you know, what was my per lead conversion, all that. So, and then when it comes to like your warm up ads, I usually use like engagement because those are normally just regular types of posts where you're just trying mm -hmm. to get some like, likes on there, you're getting comments. It's oh. just, and, and you don't even have to get comments or likes or anything on there. It like warm up ads are just there to get your face to be seen a little bit more to your audience. So that's what I would definitely recommend. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I love that. That's helpful. And I know you mentioned kind of like playing around with Instagram story ads. If like you think your audience is going to be there, but do you also do like in feed Instagram ads when you're doing the Facebook ads as well? I have, but for uh -huh. some, and I think it depends on what your ideal client is. Uh -huh. My ideal client normally is not scrolling through the regular Instagram. They're normally looking through Instagram stories. So that's why my ideal, like for my ideal client, it normally works best to just do an Instagram story. Okay. I have another client though, where she, um, she helps aspiring a stylist. And so they tend to be on Instagram a lot. And so that's why we have an ad that runs really super well. And it's only on the Instagram, like regular Instagram newsfeed. So, cause they tend to scroll. So I would say, think about who your consumer is, who's my ideal client for this. Um, and how, like, where are they located? Are they looking at Instagram stories? Are they looking at, um, are they scrolling through the Instagram newsfeed? Are they on Facebook? Are, if they are on Facebook, you know, um, what, how are they looking at stuff? You know, so, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe you could even poll your existing audience and say like, where do you like to hang out? Like Instagram stories and Instagram feed and then use that too. Like your current yeah. they like, cause your, your ideal client other, like, you know, that you haven't reached yet is probably the same way as well. You Just can also look at your insights as well. I mean, there's are a lot of people engaging on, on your particular regular Instagram or are they looking more at your Instagram stories? Yeah. You know? sure. Figure that out that way. Look at your insights for your Facebook page. Like, are they liking your posts? If not, then maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely like do all your insights and look at that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's like one of those things to play around with too. Like, cause even with like a small budget, you can still just like, if it's not working, just turn it off. It's not like someone's forcing you to keep it on for the entire, like, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. yeah cool so now let's dive into the three questions that I ask everyone who comes on the show so what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it so my meaning behind being an entrepreneur and the reason I, I would have to go back to the reason why I became an entrepreneur is because um, my husband had uh, got out of the military like got out of the Air Force and Oh, we're going to have a monsoon here soon. Um, <laughs> so he got out of the Air Force. He was medically retired. He has a some blood disorders that causes blood clots in his body. Um, I have two kids that I got to take care of. A nine to five is not possible for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it's literally impossible. I have a husband I got to take care of. I have two kids I got to take care of. And I got bills to pay. Yeah. So I kind of had to figure out a way to do that. And yeah, like, and I had to figure out a way to have also the freedom 
behind doing that as well. So my meaning behind entrepreneurism is, you know, being able to have the freedom, have the financial freedom, the, all the, all the freedom, you know what I mean? Um, so financially, you know, time, being able to spend time with my family, being able to spend time with myself, like having my own self care. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also being able to live comfortably and, you know, financially and do what I want to do. Like, you know, being able to spend groceries on some steak if I want to have some steak or something, you know what I mean? And not having to go, oh my gosh, now we have to eat top ramen this week or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You know? I want to be able like to live in a life of comfortability and all okay. that. Like that's how I see entrepreneur. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are the same way. Like they want, they want that freedom, whether it's time, um, financial or both. I'm pretty sure most people are both. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's how I am too. I'm like, I mean, even though right now I'm like putting a ton of work and not like I'm, you know, I'm doing the hustle, like people say you shouldn't do, but I don't have kids yet. My husband is self, or is not self-employed. He works full time. Um, and he works like 14 hour days. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do to sit here and like twiddle my thumb? So I just work more because I want to. It's not like I have to, but um, it's just yeah, like yeah, for sure. I mean, if you feel good working, go for it. Like, there's some days where I'm like, I feel so good about sitting down and taking out my my you know launch planner, and I'm just like having fun strategizing mm -hmm. my launch and figuring out all the numbers and how many subscribers I need to bring in and what type of Facebook ads I want to run and. I, I like doing some of that stuff, but there's other times where I'm like, you know what? I just want to sit and watch Netflix all day. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> having the option to do work like really extra hard or, you know, have a day where you don't have to put in so much effort is really nice. Like, you know, regardless of your lifestyle, it's nice to be able to choose what you want to do that day um, because, you know, you don't always get that choice in a typical nine to five. So Yeah, exactly. So what is your favorite tool that you use in your business? Just something that you can't imagine running your business without, basically. Mm. That is a hard one. Because I'm a very techie person, so it's like a lot. Yeah. I, mean, I would definitely say the number one would be my website. Yeah. I would not be able to go without that at this yeah. point. I did for a while. I was using nothing but click funnels, basically. Um because that's another software that I love to use. I mm -hmm. love ClickFunnels. Um, but I also use my WordPress site for a lot of like my sales pages to make sure that they actually look good. I like to make sure that they also have like a really good link at the top and, and all that kind of stuff. So I would definitely say those two. Mm -hmm. um, so ClickFunnels work. I mean, but I have so many. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, like, I, I can't wait to say my favorite. Yeah, I can't pinpoint it. Um, Facebook ads is another one, but I can, I can tend to like go a long time without using them. Yeah. For yourself. I imagine. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, so many. I know. I know. I'm the same way. I'm like, Everything's my favorite tool. I can't pick a favorite. I wouldn't be a tool that I used if it wasn't my favorite. No, no it's like, it's like having kids. There is no favorite. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. I love that. And, and then lastly, who is your go-to business resource? Is there just like a specific person that you always go to for like, you know, content or inspiration or a mix of the two? I would say my mentor, Sarah Dan. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm just her favorite group. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she's a very strategized type of person. 
Um, and I love that about her. Like, she's just very, like, value, value, value. Like, she just gives it instead of, like, other, like, types of business coaches and stuff like that where it's just, like, a lot of motivation and inspiration. It's like, you can do it. And I'm like, I know I could do it, but I need you to help me. <laughs> right? That's, that's the same page that I'm on, too. I'm like, I, like, I, the motivation is great, but, yeah, I need, like, strategy and actual, like, help with the implementation like I'm, I'm not, not coming here for you to cheer me on like I'm gonna yeah. for you to like help me implement this no actually yeah, I'm not really for the business coaches out there that are just there for only the mindset like if you're just if I mean if you're if you that if that's what you do like if you call yourself a mindset business coach boom we know. Yeah. I, I know that's what you're about but if you're trying to say that you're like you're a business coach and you help people make six figures and it's all about mindset. I'm like, oh, right, right. no, you're not. You're just telling them that they can reach their dreams and they can do it. Your dreams, and, and they can get that out of it and have accountability, buddy, for free. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, uh, with Sarah Dan, it's a whole nother different process where she like she tells us behind like all of the behind the scenes of what her business looks like. She she's amazing. I love her. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, I think that's always nice to have because in the past I've had a business coach and she was really amazing too. And, um, she would like literally go over my copy and tell me what to change. And it was so helpful. Like that's what I needed. I didn't need someone to say, yeah, girl, you got this. My mom can tell me that. <laughs> so yeah, it's <laughs> just like one of those things, like different people need different types of things. So cool. Well, let us know where we can find you. So your website, your social channels, all that good stuff. Yeah, so obviously you can find me anywhere on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. Just look up Alexandra Ramirez and you'll find me. Um, but yeah, and I also have a workshop for you guys. It's a Facebook ads workshop. If you're interested, go. I think it's going to be in the description, right? Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes for you guys, but definitely feel free to call it out too. If you yeah. know the link. Do you know the link? Um, not at the top of my head. Okay, okay no worries. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. It's one of the ones where you have to like actually like write out the whole thing. But yeah, no, it's a free workshop for you guys. It's an actually, it gives a lot of value. It's not just going to be me talking about my sob story. It's going to be me talking about <laughs> actually how to do Facebook ads. I even take you behind the scenes on the Facebook ads manager to actually show you step-by-step step how to do a lead generation ad. And it's so super valued, really super good. Go watch it. Like, even awesome. if you just, like, don't buy whatever I sell at the end, <laughs> you're still gaining a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think I think those kinds of workshops are the best because a lot of time you just go to, like, a webinar or something and you're like, oh, cool, this person literally just, like, told me their sob story for, like, an hour and now they're selling me something. They didn't actually provide any value. So I think that's really key to have, like, a mix of, like, here's my story, here's, like, here's the actual stuff that you can implement and then sell. So okay. I don't even talk about my story, really. I just kind of go, here's some testimonials. <laughs> really quick and then let's go into the stuff like it's, yeah. a it's literally 37 minutes long if you have 37 minutes to like sit down and watch something do it <laughs> like, well, i'll link everything in the show notes and including your handles and stuff but yeah thank you so much for being here today i really enjoyed chatting thank you for having me thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 111. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Vapes Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. 
Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.